and you are listening to Conquer and Become, a podcast where I work through all the different areas in my life where I need to conquer, to become, and just continue in my becoming. So join me for the conversation and embark on your own journey too. Hey there, listeners. So I've been in a super reflective mood, um, particularly on my singleness. Um, I've been single for a really, really, really long time. In fact, I've never been in a relationship. Um, and I feel like that shocks some people, but I just feel like when I think back on all the possible people I could have been in relationships with, they would have been duds. So I actually have no regrets about that. Like the more I think out loud, um, I just feel like it's just such a cultural norm to have dated so many guys at a certain age. Um, kiss a lot of frogs to find your prince type of mentality. And it's just like, look, if you see a frog coming, you don't have to kiss them. It's not mandatory, you know? And so, um, and it's not that I've had like so many people like running after me, but it's just, you, you just know, you know who you want to waste your time with and who you're curious about. And just, that's just nothing that's, that's come my way. And so I'm okay with that. But like the older I get, the more, I don't know, anxious I get, which is not even the relationship part, but like my true desire is for marriage. Um, that's something that I really want. And with every year that passes that that is not a possibility, it's just like, well, is this going to happen? I don't know. So, um, I find ways to cope. Um, and I feel like every year, God, I guess, matures me to a level where I am starting to become more content with it. Because I don't think I've ever been super um, overly anxious because had I been, I think I would have been in whatever relationship presented itself to me. Um, So I've always been super cautious in wanting to make sure I was making the right choice um, when it came along. And it's not to say that I've just been too overly careful. It's just that like, I, I think I just know what I'm looking for and what's not it. (laughs) So I've been thinking about that a lot. Um, especially now that I am about to hit 30 this year, God willing. Um, and so it's like, okay, it's official. I will most likely be going into my 30s single. So it's just getting my mindset ready for that that reality. And I'm completely okay with that. But I do remember listening to a podcast um, by Annie F. Downs and her That Sounds Fun podcast um, where she talked about receiving permission from her counselor to grieve the fact that she will never be married in her 20s and that was something that she 
had to do because I believe that was something that she wanted. And I don't know if maybe I'm just in like denial about it because I do know that I've gone through my 20s just wanting that special someone, but I don't think I've ever put a date or age on when I would be married. Um, so mourning the fact that I wasn't married in my 20s it's not something that I feel like I need to do because literally when I look back on my 20s now that I am 29 basically 29 and a half almost um I can feel like I can look back on my 20s and just feel like no way no how (laughs) would I have been ready to get married to anyone not at all not at all um that would have been a mess a wreck um no it would not have been good um and even now 29 I can't say that I am really ready which I feel like who really is ready to get married I think that is just something that happens and then you kind of like take it day by day and you roll with the punches um but just looking back on my state of mind my maturity what marriage meant to me at the time um and even now I was not ready at all in my 20s to get married so I'm thankful for that actually and I'm just also thankful for that revelation that that isn't something that I really feel like I need to mourn I try and do some soul search because I feel like I push down my thoughts a lot um and I try and make sure that I'm not suppressing anything and so that's something I've actually thought about a lot since she said that and I believe she's I heard her say that like a couple of years ago um because she's 38 now or 39 and she's still single and she's working her process on that and so she talks about singleness a lot and that's something that I come back to on morning never being married in my 20s and I'm like okay I'm at a point where I'm okay with that I I see how God did me a favor and whoever I'm supposed to marry um, in the future, he did him a favor too. Because I no, 20s would not have worked for me. So I was um, journaling today because I was just just in my thoughts. I'm always in my thoughts. And um, I had, I was reading, actually not reading. I was listening to the audio book by uh, Dr. Tony Evans. And, um, he has like this whole kingdom series and one of his books, he titled kingdom singles. And so I got the audiobook on that. Cause I was just in a, the, the issue with being single for me kind of goes up and down. There are times where I'm just like, gosh, I would really like to be in a relationship or just see potential or the hope of a mate or just some type of movement towards marriage. And then there are times where I am just like crisscross applesauce, fine, handy, dan- I like, I don't even know those right terminologies, but I am just like a-okay with my singleness. And so I, I um, bought this book at a moment where I was just like, okay, I just need some hope um, in my singleness. I just need a little push towards like what I'm supposed to be doing. Just something that would give me, give me some hope. And so, um, it was a really great book. I didn't listen to all of it, but the great part about audiobooks is that you can just go back and just like listen to different segments while I'm at work or driving or just different things like that. Audiobooks are just great, um, for just multitasking. And there's this one part in the book that really stood out to me where he says, keep the desire 
but lose the distraction and that really just spoke to me because I feel like when I was struggling with being single I had these moments where I wanted to just lose the desire because I just felt like it was just such a distraction like I can't really focus on any other thing but this so God just take away this desire this is not going to happen and obviously he never did because it's still there um but there was just something powerful in the fact that it's like give yourself permission to desire but do not be distracted by this um and it has been and it has been a huge distraction for me even though I have my moments where I'm fine it still kind of resurfaces where I am just like longing for more so that's something that I really meditated on and that's actually gonna be a process um keeping the desire but losing the distraction is something that I'm probably I know actually that I'm not gonna be able to do through my own will um because I do think it is a healthy desire but I just don't want it to keep me from enjoying life from enjoying this season because there is goodness in this season and I feel like as a single especially as a Christian single you hear that over and over like enjoy this season this season is a gift and yada 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 and oh yeah basically over time you start to hear it like that yada 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 um, but I feel like I'm slowly starting to get to a point where I realize that like oh I think I'm getting why it's called a gift and I'm still working through that and probably later on I can come back and just talk about all the different ways I feel like this is a gift for me. But I also feel like this is a becoming process. Um, this is just something that is just working in your soul that God is working in my soul, honestly. Um, just little seeds of like contentment in this season. And I'm just almost I realized tonight that I'm starting to become more okay with it and I welcome it and I like I just said I'm grateful actually that I went through my entire 20s without being married because there is no way no how um with the insecurities and things um that I'm still working through now that that would have been great for a marriage and so I'm happy now that I have this space where I can actually see that and then really begin the process to work through that um yeah, so I was writing in my journal because uh, I was listening to, gosh, I can't think of his name. Now, he's a really good minister. I don't have to come back on and say it. But basically in his sermon, he talked about remember the promise. And his entire uh, sermon was about just like the pace of grace. So if you Google or YouTube the pace of grace, this sermon will come up with the minister. I should probably, um, I'm going to actually google it right now i'm acting like it's not 2020 and i don't have a phone that i can look this up um so i actually got this from another podcast um yvette unplugged she talked about it and it was really really good and so she actually kind of led me to this um minister and to this sermon and it really spoke to me um because i felt like i was identifying with it and like the entire sermon was basically about how there may be things that we are trying to rush and ministries that we're trying to start and seasons that we're trying to jump into that we are not supposed to be at. And 
there's this quote in the sermon where he says, the right thing at the wrong time is a curse. And like, hello, (laughs) like that just made so much sense. Like when I talk about how I just was not ready at all in my twenties to be married, marriage is right. It is a godly given, um, um, rite of passage. Um, not even like a rite of passage. It is just a, 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 basically a union, a God ordained union. So marriage is good. Um, it is right. But when it happens at the wrong time, it definitely is a curse. Like I don't need to read any books to tell me that you can look at the divorce rate, um, and see that. Um, and maybe those people who got married and divorced, maybe they felt like they were getting married at the right time. So that's not for me to say um, anything on that. But that's just me bringing that up, basically just saying that that marriage at the wrong time could end in horrible, horrible, horrible. And so I know that because I, I you can see from afar that marriages work. And sometimes actually when you are from afar, you get caught up into the fantasy of what you think marriage is. Um, and not the reality of it. And that's another thing I'm trying, I'm slowly getting there is that I think marriage is beautiful, but there's work that I'm not really necessarily looking at. And yeah, and that's just something that I have to factor in when I, um, think about this desire for marriage, like I'm not going to get married and just like all my problems and insecurities and issues are going to go away because I got this companion, um, I've heard another quote said that marriage doesn't solve your problems. It multiplies it. And that's just like, well, yeah, I can see that because you, your own person have your own problems and baggage. And now you are becoming one with someone who has their own uh, problems and baggage. And you have to be prepared for that. So I'm trying to remember where I was going with that. I was talking about the sermon and I was looking up who the sermon was. Okay. So the sermon was about the pace um, of grace. And it's basically just like God has, um, a different pace basically planned for all of us. Um, and just the right thing at the wrong time is a curse. And so there are times where I try and start things and do things in the name of Jesus. So there's ministries and things. Cause I am just like, I want a legacy. And so that's just something, another tidbit that I'll come back on is that I'm constantly trying to figure out what is my thing? What is my purpose? What is my passion? And I get frustrated when I feel like things just aren't coming together. When I think of an idea and I just can't stick with it. And a lot of that is because I haven't taken that to God. And I also think the other part of it is because maybe God has given me that idea, but it's not time yet for me to bring that to, to life, you know, maybe there is a resting period. And I'm saying this because I just feel like God has me on a pace, um, especially in the singleness. Um, and there are things that are becoming easier to understand as I go, you know. Um, so I am hopeful that when marriage does happen, it's because I'm ready. I'm truly ready. Like God has done work in me where I'm not going to be perfect. No way, no how. The person that I marry is not going to be perfect. No way, no how. But that there's, there's been a shift in my character over the years. And, but that's only going to come 
um, at a pace of grace. And so the pace of grace, that's by Transformation um, Church, and that is by um, Pastor Michael Todd. So that is a good sermon series to look into um, because it definitely does just give you this um, almost like some peace where you can like rest a little bit. There's like, I don't know, maybe I'm different in that I um, feel like I need to figure out what it is I need to do where my purpose and passion is and I need to figure it out now and it just made me kind of like sit back and think that maybe God is still unfolding that in me and so all of this is a progress is a process my purpose and passion my road to marriage all of it is a process and I just have to trust this pace yeah, so as I'm coming to those revelations and just journaling in my pages, and so in that sermon, he talks about just holding on to the promise. Um, so if there is something that I want, something that you want, whether it be a vision for a business, um, a family, um, just just something that you feel like God has promised you, and it's a good desire um, to write the promise down, the promise from God down. Um and just hold on to that. And so I found myself kind of like thinking to that because there are times where I wonder like, was this even, is marriage something that was even really promised to me? Or is this just something that I'm just desiring? And it's a good desire, but like, has God, have I heard God promises to me? And my, I guess my issue with um, God's promise is that I honestly feel like I don't sit down enough to listen or read God's word to recognize his voice for me to know if God has promised something to me because I mean marriage isn't promised to everyone so I I can't say that you know but I try and think deep on like have I ever had I guess any feelings or thoughts that marriage has been particularly promised to me and so I think back on certain moments that I go back to college um where I can think of three particular moments where I feel like yeah God has promised that to me it didn't come with a timeline it didn't come with a date um a time stamp or anything like that on when it was going to happen but I feel like it was just all all together coming coming together to say that yes this is promised to you um I think one particular moment in college when I was still working through singleness um and I was googling something and I came across um the website boundless.org which is like a Christian blog site uh, for young adults who are trying to work through just singleness and finances and just basically adulting as a Christian um and there was an article on there called Pray Boldly, and I'm pretty sure that's still on the website. And it was about how you should just pray boldly for your spouse. And I don't know why, but at the time, I just thought that was just a no-no. Like, you don't pray for a husband or a wife. Like, you can't do that. I don't know why I thought that, but I definitely thought it. Um, and I even remember after reading the article, like kind of doing like this silent, awkward, nervous prayer on if that was even like a thing, like God, like, can I pray for a husband? Like, I don't, yeah, at the time I was really, really, really just convinced that that was just not something that you do. So a couple of days later, um, I was at my school's library in the Christian section. This is a section that I was in a lot, just always looking for books and guidance and 
um, just different ways to navigate my Christian life in college. Um, and honestly, this section of the library was always just like the same old books. It looks like they were just like 30, 20 year old books, um, just books from the nineties that looks like, <laughs> and like I was in school in like 2000 and like, I don't know, when did I graduate high school? 2008 yeah so this is probably like 2011 that I was doing this and so all these books just look like old old books and I was just so used to seeing the same old books but you know how you just kind of like go back to the library if you're somebody that does that and just try and see if there's something new I mean at least that's the headspace that I was in at the time and um I'm only saying that all of these books were old because I noticed at the very end of the shelf on the bottom shelf there was this bright new looking pink and blue book that just called my attention just because it was just so vibrant in comparison to these like brown and beige like dull old books so I leaned down to see what it was because all the colors were just so pretty and it was just basically just calling my name and pretty much it would have called anyone's name who's walking down that aisle because it just stood out and the title on the book was praying for your future husband and that to me is confirmation in the book I actually years later bought it for myself and also for some friends because I just always held on to that truth that that was God speaking to me and not only confirming that yes you can pray for a future husband but here's how and so that book um literally called praying for your future husband um I'm so unprepared but I'm gonna look up the uh I have the book nearby I just don't want to like shuffle a bunch of stuff so that's by two different authors, and it's a really good book. Sorry, I'm looking it up right now. You can Google it, and it's a blue book, and it's by Robin Jones Gunn and Trisha Goyer. I think I'm saying her last name right. And that basically is just like all the different traits um, that you can pray for in your husband. And, but it's like kind of like a double whammy where it's like you're praying for that in your future husband, but also it's going to shift your heart and character as well. So it's almost like you're praying for the both of you, which is perfect because you want your hearts to be ready for each other and there to be like a 100% on your side and a 100% on yours on his side. So that when you come together, not that it won't be any less hard, but like you guys have done the work to really, really be ready for each other. So that was like my first confirmation. That book was basically, I feel like God telling me like, okay, this is, you want this, put this into practice. So I haven't been great about putting that into practice. And um, I always feel convicted every time I think about it. Cause I honestly, in my heart feel like that was God speaking to me. And I just feel like I haven't been acting on it. So I do need to get better at that. Um, praying for my future husband and just really going through that book again honestly um that's like another moment is that while I was reading the book it took me like two days to read the book and I'm not a fast reader like I'm really not um I was an English major in college so I did enjoy reading and even now I actually I can't remember the last time I finished a book I've just been like kind of over it <laughs> more into the audiobook scene um but I was reading that book and it came to a moment where I was really um I had this moment where I had just like this silent prayer where I was just like, God, like, I really want to experience 
like this type of union and I almost as soon as I said it there was this thought and this voice that came to my head that was just like you will and I often think back to that moment um, and I try and talk myself out of it because I am very introverted I'm very much in my head so I answer myself a lot so sometimes I try and think back and just say like okay that was one of those moments but in my heart I know that that thought that voice was not me um and I truly believe in that moment that was God confirming like you will um you will experience this and so that's a thought that I've always held on to because I just knew that it was different um another moment um I joined this walking group and um there was a girl there that I became friends with and so we were walking one day and she kind of just opened with this story about how God told her to speak to someone that she was standing next to at a church service and of course she thought that was weird and didn't want to do it and I think she fought against it but she I guess she came to a compromise with God um, and basically said okay if this girl starts crying I'll then speak to her and I guess sooner like soon after that she started crying and so I guess that was just her trying to tell me that sometimes God speaks to her and and tells her to tell people things um because he knows that they need to hear certain things at a certain moment and I was kind of just like okay this is an interesting story kind of just listening to her talk and just like out of the blue she says I say all that because there's a guy coming your way which I was like, huh? <laughs> I was not prepared for that at all. That did not seem at all like where her story was going. And I actually, when I look back, I appreciated it because she was really just setting up a background of how God sometimes gives her that gift so that I would even believe her more when she says that there's a guy coming your way. And obviously, again, that's something that I always try and talk away. Like, I don't even know that was truly from God I don't want to hang on to that if that wasn't from God you know but in my heart I believe that that was more confirmation and so when I speak about um when this minister says just write the promise and hold on to that I feel like those are the three examples that I come back when I try and doubt if this is something that has been promised to me yeah it has and I don't know when it's gonna happen I don't um, obviously because my desire is current I would like for it to be current <laughs> even though I know that I'm not ready but there's still a part of you that's just like look if you want to bring him tomorrow I'll accept I will accept um, but um, I don't know I don't know what he's gonna what he's gonna do. I don't know if it's gonna be 30, 41, 76, 89. Like I who like you're never too old to get married, honestly. Never. <laughs> Literally you're not. Um so that'll just be the desire that is on my heart while I'm on this earth until it happens. And I am learning to be okay with that. Um 
learning that God's time is not my time. And when it happens, it's going to be because God said so. And honestly, that should be the way that I wanted. I, like, who wants the right thing at the wrong time? Like, who has time for that? <laughs> I don't. So I guess that is where I'll end this podcast. I'm um, just talking about my singleness, which is something that I needed to just speak about. And it's just my way of just verbally processing it. I write about it. I'm in my head about it a lot. And I feel like sometimes thinking about things is good, but it needs to come out. It just needs to come out, whether through talking about it or writing about it. You just got to get it out. So I hope um, this sparked some thoughts in you, um, encourages you to like write about um, where you are in your singleness, if you're single, um, and how you're feeling. And, and if you're in your 20s, if you're not married in your 20s, do you think that's something you're going to have to mourn or grieve? And I feel like it's completely okay if the answer to that is yes, because we're all on a different path and we all know ourselves. And, and yeah, it's all, it's all a process. I really like that word. That might be a word, my word for 2020 process, because it's just, it's got to work through it. It's not going to come overnight. Um, it's got to work through it. So that is it for this podcast. And uh, I will see you on the next one. Bye.